0: Hey everybody, how you doing? Yeah, shitty too. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of Fun and Games for the evening. And I just gotta tell you, I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed to shit. Um, listen, I don't think like this team is this bad. I don't think this is the beginning of a 10-game losing streak. I don't think they're gonna find themselves in last place by the end of this month. But like shit, this is not good. All of the things that we thought were different, all of a sudden are biting them on the ass. Like, oh, wow, look at how good we are with some good goaltending. Yeah, no, not so much. Oh, wow, change a little bit of the personnel, get a new coach in. This penalty kill went from awesome to, you know, from terrible to awesome. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, Wow, yeah, just to supplement the leadership a little bit, bring in some new faces, do what you had to do with the coach, and... Suddenly, uh, you know they don 't let uh, these these sorts of things just snowball and get out of hand. Well, they have now every team goes through slumps, every team goes through streaks that are suboptimal you know it 's not like this is a, this is um, a unique situation for the 2019 twenty Philadelphia flyers but the fact that it's happening in the same spot, it always happens. The fact that the special teams and the goaltending are uh, are a big part of it. Just the fact that they can't score a fucking goal against the number one goalie. They had to bring in, I think it was Shawnee Hill. Uh, I'm pretty sure they brought in Shawnee Hill to uh, to to back up in the third period there. Because Auntie Ranta, I don't know, had a dinner reservation or something. He had to get to, so... They brought in uh, the old dancing guy to, <laughs> to, uh, to back up there, and he held his own even though he gave up two softies. I'm just – I'm sorry, guys. I'm annoyed to shit by this one. Um, I, I, it's not effort. It's not – like, that's the – I'm going to get back to writing again for Broad Street Hockey soon. And a few weeks ago, I put out the idea on Twitter – or I just put out a, a prompt on Twitter – realistically change one thing about the about the flyers like what 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 um what would you do what are your suggestions for a realistic upgrade a realistic change and this is when things were going well and it was like just a lot of put your rule on the left half boards and stuff like that you know the the minor complaints we had just a few days ago really um and now i think i'm gonna i'm gonna revisit that because i never got around to that already. Honestly, the answers weren't that interesting. And the reason I like asked was because I didn't really have many things to uh, to complain about. I kind of just wanted to see the team gel and continue to grow together and see where we were by basically this point in the season. Uh, you know, the All-Star break is in, what, two, three weeks, something like that. Um, and then from there, you're looking at the playoff push. It's the real thing from there. And this team is supposed to make the playoffs. And this team, in my mind, at least, is supposed to win a round. And neither of those things are um, something I would put money on, you know. At that, at this juncture right now, as much as I believe this team is good enough to play the way they are playing, um, you know, most – I mean, just play the way they play at home. Just, just that's it. Just win games and outplay teams. Uh, I, I just – I you know, I'm just, I'm very frustrated by this one. And again, Arizona is a good team. It's not Arizona of a few years ago. This isn't a, this isn't a cakewalk when you go into Arizona as much as they've been the butt of a lot of jokes over the years. Um, they're a good team. And this is just, like I said, last post game, my frustration, it's not, uh, this game just annoyed the shit out of me. But Overall, my frustration level is not because of this game, or it's not because of just that last game. Like, it's this whole trip. This entire trip is what's annoying the hell out of me, and that's that's it. I I don't have like a ton of analysis for this one, so let's get to your stuff. I'm always behind in the comments, so I'll get to it when I get to it. But if you could just change one thing, make make a realistic addition, subtraction, change, whatever. To the current Philadelphia Flyers, uh, and like, don't don't say Robert Hagey for Connor McDavid. Um, you know, but just one one thing. I'll, I'll get to that when I get to it in the comments. But let's get to your stuff right now. Uh, yeah, go birds! Right, drink up, everyone. I I agree. I blame Disney on ice. It's wild that they do the same thing every year, just every single year. The road trip has been pitiful. Someone call it pitligiful. Is that <laughs> he scored tonight? I don't want to pick on Pitlick. He's been fine as a fourth liner this year. It's just funny that he's got a name. Flyers need to throw their Comcast Comcast weight at Wells Fargo and kick Disney out. It's it's unbelievable. When they go on this trip every year, it seems like they just piss all over themselves. OMG, a losing streak. Trade everyone. And Ian, I feel you. I feel you. Um listen, I'm not I'm not like, oh my God, strip the sea, Provarov's a boss. I'm not like With any of that, I'm not even worried about Carter Hart. He'll come around. He's a good goalie. This is a 21-year-old having his ups and downs in the NHL. It's his first full season. He's the number one goalie. Most 21-year-olds aren't number one goalies. Pretty much all 21-year-olds aren't number one goalies. Um, He's going to have his ups and downs. This is the first one I'd really put a substantial amount of blame on him. Uh, the first one took a bounce, but it looked like I don't know he had enough time to adjust. Second one looked like it hit Niskanen. What can you do about that? The third one, I don't care if the dude was by himself and there's no one else on the ice. The way that play unfolded, you just gotta you just gotta get a pat on it and keep it out of the back of the net. I don't know. Um, disappointed in Carter Hart's performance tonight. But, again, I'm not, like, saying, oh, he's not going to be. And I, I think he's going to be fine, like, next time he plays. I do have that kind of confidence in Carter Hart. It's just a collective effort right now. Like, we, we talked about his home and road splits last, last post game, and it's not just him. Like, look at the power play at home and on the road. Look at the penalty kill on the home. Why are they so much worse on the road? I would love to know, like, I want to hear Elaine Vigneault say, we're going to change this. We're going to – I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. It's so crazy how much of a difference is uh, in all the results home and away. So hopefully we get some insight from Charlie uh, on that on the next uh, BSH radio, our next flagship show. But I'm I'm at a loss right now, fam. Are they just not fast enough to keep up? They just seem to be slower – uh, than every team on the trip, uh, different teams play different ways. I wouldn't say this is an especially fast team, but they have the puck a lot. They do. I mean, w- would they, would I like it if they were faster? Yeah, but I don't think that's it. Like, it's not. It's not speed that like lets soft goals in. It's not speed that leaves guys wide open. Uh, like when you're in the when you're in the zone. When you're in your own zone, set up on defense, it's not like you're giving up breakaway after breakaway or something. Like it, you should be in position to make a stop. Sound is very low. That's odd. Uh, what's going on here? I don't know why the sound would be low. This is uh, this is the um, this is the last show with my current equipment. I did finally get some new stuff, got a brand new mic, some new stuff, but um, accidentally had it shipped to Ava's parents' house, so I got to go get that this weekend. Bring Frost back. Let him get his minutes, uh, get rid of Jake at any cost. They can't get rid of Jake. That's not happening. Um, Please, Flyers, please get rid of Vora shit and take Van Reem's dick with him. Ghost can go too. What happened to the squad on this road trip? Bob, you need to relax. (laughs) The uh, They're still up. Hard to hear today. I don't know what the issue is, guys. Everything's set the way it's normally set. I've always wanted to stay with Ghost and see what he really was, but my God, he's a non-factor for like a full year now. Yeah, that's my concern with, with Ghost is um, if he was trying to make huge plays and making mistakes, I'd live with it. But non-factor is exactly what he's been. It's embarrassing watching these first periods right now. Our PK is atrocious all of a sudden. We sit too deep and let players own the front of our goal. The, you know, uh, net front defense has been an issue for a while, but I, I don't. Uh, there's absolutely no reason to be surrendering the amount of power play goals they are right now. I realize the penalty kill on the season has been good, and this could just be a blip, but it's not trending in the right direction. Thank God we killed November. We are bleeding points right now. I I don't know what's the matter with the mic, guys. I I couldn't tell you. Flyers and Sixers sacrificed their seasons so the Eagles could live. Doesn't it seem like we have gone through this a few times this year now? Like or over the last couple of years where one of the teams or two of the teams is doing well and then suddenly the Eagles start to take off and the other teams take a dive? Something. Something's up with that. It feels like they're throwing all the progress they've made out the window on this road trip. I hope we look back on this it's just a five-game anomaly. It's just so concerning that they're now getting continually blown out on this trip. Yeah, it's it's an issue. Um I don't want to make too much out of any one trip or any one it's an 82-game season. They're going to be up, they're going to be down, but I I I don't know. They have different problems every night. Like there've been some nights where it's like, all right, they just don't have it tonight. They have some nights where bounces don't go their way. It's not like any one thing. But the thing that is concerning is that all the shit that was going well for them, penalty kill and goaltending especially, those are the problems right now. They suck. The reality says lottery pick once again unless Fletcher gets rid of dead weight. John, I don't know what you've been watching all year. Jesus. Post game is great. Carter Hart just said shitty on live TV. That's good. It was shitty. The defense does not support the goalies. And that's, this team defense was so good for the first uh, October, November, and mo- first half of December. Like, I, I don't know what happened to the team defense here. If they get home and, and play great again, I will lose hair scratching my head. Yeah, it's it's effing believable how, how different the results are home and away. Vorchek needs to start shooting. He's becoming the Ben Simmons of the Flyers. <sighs> Vorchek, since he joined the Flyers, leads the team in shots on goal. Just so you know. Just so you know. Team is a dumpster fire. Just like every single other year. Hey, Comcast, we deserve better than this. they really not. Like, they're in a bad stretch right now because that shit happens. This team is nothing. Like, come on. Come on. Try and get Peugeot, uh, Peugeot for uh, fast and gritty with energy. I wouldn't mind him. Uh, they need to learn to play in the first period. The first periods have been an issue this whole trip. It's unbelievable because they've had some good first. It's, in years past, it's like, okay, every first period they're down 1 or 2 nothing. They've had some good starts to games, but even when they get a first goal like the last game, just doesn't seem to, just doesn't seem to, they can't sustain it, even in that first period. They keep talking about how good the third period numbers are, and overall, absolutely, yes, it's great that their third period numbers are what they are. Then you get a game like tonight, and they score two in the third, and it's, you know, okay, cool. Uh, All right. It was over before that, though. Feels like the team needs an energy injection. It's not energy to me, I think they have energy. They just need to play better. Like it's the simplest thing. They just need to do what they were doing earlier in the season. It's I look at this team tonight and it's not for lack of trying. I don't think this is like an energy issue. I don't think this is a yeah, we're good. Like it's this isn't the the apathetic teams of years past. They're just not getting the job done and that's more concerning to me. Than an energy issue. This chair. Some nights this chair is awesome and some nights it isn't. Tonight is a night it isn't. Sound is much better now. I literally did nothing. All the wires are exactly the same. I'm sure, Ottawa sells Duclair at the deadline. If he doesn't expect interest in staying with them, and why would he? Uh, what does Duclair have? Is this uh a... What do they have with Duclair? Because I don't think they're gonna get rid of like any sort of cheap assets but i don't know what his situation is let's find out yeah anthony duclair is making 1.6 million and he's a he's a restricted free agent so i would love anthony duclair if they're literally like nah we're good we're going to trade him that's fine go get anthony duclair that's that's all well and good but i don't know why they would trade a 24 year old with team control left that you know those aren't – if they do, awesome, cool. But I, I don't know why they do that. Simmer would give this team life again. I, I mean, I want – I don't want I, – I, one, I'm over. I'm done with the – I'm done with retreads. We, we tried that for two decades, and it never worked. I want production. I want players who are going to go on the ice and make things happen. Wayne Simmons in 40 games has four goals and ten assists. Uh, ah, yeah. no thanks. What? what why? What, and he's, like, making decent money this year? I, I'm good on Wayne Simmons, man. There, there's a Wayne Simmons jersey right underneath the laptop right now. You can't see it, but it's, like, right here. Um, I, what would the point of bringing in Wayne Simmons be other than we liked him a few years ago? Like, it's over for Wayne. I want players who will come in and help us win games – and 14 points in 40 games is not that. They're back to no two C. Hayes not cutting it there. Like in the third period, TK needs to be back with Coots. I like I like connecting with Katori, but I'm not gonna say like a couple of bad games there. Oh, Kevin Hayes just isn't getting it done. Like I, he's been one of their best players pretty much all year. Even when he's not scoring, he's a contributor. Um, he's in a he's he's in a little funk right now. This is the worst. These last two, three games are the worst Kevin Hayes has played, including the whatever it was, two weeks or whatever, when he didn't have a point. Um, this is the worst he's played by far. Switch the D pairings up maybe. Stop scratching Myers. I mean, Myers was in there tonight. What did he do? I want Myers in every single night. He's one of your six best defensemen. What? It, it, him being in or out of the lineup isn't what's determining how these games go. Tough home schedule when they get home. They certainly do have a tough home schedule. So they wrap up the road trip. Uh, they're off until Tuesday. They're back on the East Coast, at least. They're at Carolina. And then they're right back home on Wednesday, and they have the Capitals uh, all the way to Saturday. They're, they have the Lightning, and then Monday the 13th, they're at Boston. So three-game road trip, or a three-game homestand. And what do they have? One, two, three, four, five. Six of their next seven games are all at home, but none of them are especially easy. I guess you want to say, like, yeah, they should absolutely beat the Kings on, what, Saturday the 18th. They're at home, it's the Kings, but I don't know what this team right now. I hope that they can come in and just get right back where they started from. That's for you, Steph. Uh, But I will tell you, though, if you say, I don't know, middle of this week, you're looking for somewhere... To watch that Tuesday game at Carolina, or even Wednesday's return home against the Caps, you should watch it at Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern. That's right, Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern in Wildwood Crest, New Jersey. It is quite simply my favorite bar at the whole Jersey Shore and one of my favorite bars in the world to watch a hockey game, to watch a Flyers game, to watch any game. That food is great, the beer selection is excellent, and the owner, Timmy Fitz, is always there. Making sure the quality is up to par, and he's a huge hockey fan, so you know that game you're trying to watch will be on every single time. Pretty much any game uh, you want to watch will be on at Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern. So check them out right there in Wildwood Crest, New Jersey, Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern. Can't put him over enough. Unpopular opinion. Keep Jake. I just don't. I just don't know what people think they're gonna get for Jake Voracek given his contract. Like. The best thing they can get from Jake Voracek is Jake Voracek's production. I, I I, don't... Yeah, if something crazy pops up, sure, give it a shot. But I don't see a situation in which trading Jake Voracek results in a net positive for this team. It's a bad stretch. We're still good. Um, I agree right now, Chris. I think this team is still what I thought it was before the season started. Uh, I'm not... a uh, While this is the most recent evidence... I'm not going to throw away three months of evidence that say the team is pretty good because they've played some shitty games. Um, I'm just not, I'm not like turning on them. I'm not, I'm just frustrated with the way things are going right now. And I think it's imperative they figure out their road woes because you're going to play some road games. You're going to play some road games in the playoffs, especially chances are you're not going to be a one or two seed in your division So you're going to be on the road. Uh, And this team hasn't shown that they can win those games consistently. So I'm looking to the coach. I'm looking to the veterans. I'm looking to the best players. I'm looking to the most important guys on this team. We spent a decent amount of time on last postgame talking about, um, you know, they need to fix the middle six. They need to figure out what they're doing in the bottom six. Just get some consistency in the lineup. And all of that is true. Those are depth issues because of, you know, unforeseen circumstances that have arisen for this team. However, the best players on the team got to be the best players. Claude Drew, Jake Voracek, Kevin Hayes, Ivan Provorov, Travis Konechny. These guys, just Sean Couturier, Travis Sanheim, these guys have to do better than they have these last few nights. The forechecking on this trip has disappeared, and that's that—that's their bread and butter. That's what they do. That's this team's identity is getting in on the forecheck, and they just haven't had—they just haven't had the push. They just haven't been able to create the turnovers that they were creating. They got to figure this out somehow. I'm thinking that I thought this team was different. Now I'm thinking another decade of misery. Brett, turn off the TV, then, man. If that's your attitude, like watch something else. I don't know what to tell you. That's an asinine thing to say. Like, if you don't think the team overall is trending upwards because of a couple of bad games, you're out of your mind, and I don't know how you enjoy anything. It's insane. The loss of Lindblom is really starting to show. If this road trip was halfway decent, I would have stayed put at this point. I would be okay with making a move. Oh, I'm not against making a move. And I do think the, um, a lot has been made of the emotional toll um, you know, everything that goes along with the, uh, the Lindblom diagnosis and all that. And a lot of people are apprehensive to talk about the straight hockey. How does this affect just the pure hockey aspect of this team? But it's more uh, – Lindblom was having a hell of a year. He led the team in goals when he went out. Um, but I thought – I always thought he was a good player and putting him with, you know, one of the best two-way centers in the game in Sean Couturier and then a legit all-star now, we can call Konechny an all-star. He made an all-star team. Putting him with those two, you you just go, all right. Yeah, Lindblom's good, but it's probably he's being helped by the other guys. And I'm sure, you know, they have something to do with his breakout season. But just watching watching this team not able to win as many battles, watching this team fail to create as many high-danger chances, Boy, do they miss Oscar Lindblom! They really, really miss what he brought to them on the ice. It's—I didn't think they would miss him on the ice as much as um, as much as I've seen the last the last few nights. I hope they don't scratch Myers again, but he was a bit shaky. Not much worse than Ghost. Braun Flyers MVP. <laughs> Braun had that goal. You know, it's a you know it's a stupid game when when Braun gets on the score sheet. Burn the core down and start a real rebuild. You realize they did a rebuild, right? Like, you realize that, Brett. You have to. You have to realize that. If not, you haven't been paying attention, man. Like, this team is wildly different. Burning it down will do nothing at this point. That's over with. That option is off the table now. What are the chances JVR gets dealt? Uh, Low. Almost none. Yeah, that's you want Simmons people want Wayne Simmons, and they want to get rid of Warcheck and JVR, like, uh, w- <laughs> yeah, you know what we should do? Ship out two productive guys and bring in a guy who doesn't do anything. That's fucking stupid. Do you think this team is a cup contender? No. I didn't think they were a cup contender to begin with. Their Their number one goalie is 21 years old, and they're in a transition period. This is... This is their first year of the results of games mattering in, like, six years. That's what, uh, like, this is their, this is year one of the games mattering. I, I, it sucks. It should have been last year. It wasn't because they had a fucking imbecile for a head coach that the GM refused to get rid of. And they're playing Yuri Letera over Oscar Lindblom. So, obviously, it didn't matter because that was asinine. They chose to play worse players. But this is year one of results actually mattering. they were never going to be a cup contender this year. I thought they were a contender for division. I thought they were a contender for top three in the division. Definitely. I still think they are. A great, you know, January. All of a sudden, they're back in the top three. It's win a bunch of these home games that are tough games. Absolutely tough games. But I don't think they can't do it. This road trip may have cost them the playoffs. It's... Way too early to talk about that. It's a bad road trip. It's absolutely a bad road trip. But if they figure things out, which they've seemed to have been able to do most of the year so far, it won't cost them the playoffs. Without struggle, there is no strength. Maybe it's good they figure it out now. That's We talked about that last post game. This is their first real on-ice adversity this year. This group, um, as it's currently assembled, this is the first time they've really had sustained struggles, sustained adversity. Um, you know, obviously the last, you know, road trip, uh, they, they lose a couple, it's, it's not good, but then they come home and look awesome and everything's, everything's peachy, but now this is sustained. This is, this is actual adversity for this team to overcome. I'm not saying it's good because getting two points out of games is good, but in the long run... Can they learn from what's happening right now? Is it better to slump now than it is in a month? Yeah, absolutely. So maybe there is something to that. Is this current stretch a result of a momentary bump in the road, or is this team being hit by actual good teams playing actual good hockey? I mean, it's not that last part, because they lost to, like, fucking San Jose, who sucks. Like, they needed overtime to beat the Ducks. Like, they lost to the Kings, who stink. Like, that's not it. They've beaten – they've beaten Carolina a couple of times this year. Carolina's awesome. They played to a 65-minute draw with Washington this year. Washington's awesome. Like, I don't – that's not what I'm seeing. I'm seeing a team that's just in a very tough stretch right now. And like I said, I'm annoyed. I don't – like, this isn't good, obviously. I'm not happy with what's going on. But uh, big picture, it's about what's next. It's – it's – they can move on from this very easily. Not easily, but like in two weeks, you can look back on this and go, all right, you know, we, we dealt with it. Things are cool. We know who we are. We, we reestablished our identity. It was, uh, it was beneficial in the long run, like we just said. Obviously, I'd rather have two points out of games than learn lessons, but it's just about how they respond now. We are allowed to be displeased with the team, man. Seems like with our fan base, if you don't say only nice things, you catch heat. The team should be called out when they play like shit. They've given very little to be excited about in well over a decade. But that's, a decade ago doesn't matter. That's all over with. I, like, oh yeah, I never ripped the team. That's fucking asinine. I'm saying if you think we're in for another decade of misery, you're an idiot. If that's your opinion, watch something else then. You already know how it's going to end. Watch something else. Why watch the same movie if that's what you think? Like, if you don't think this team's moving in the right direction, I don't know what to tell you because you're not watching the same thing as I am. I think all this comes down to bad goaltending right now. The forwards aren't being aggressive because they don't have faith in the goalies. Tonight's the first night I saw bad goaltending. Tonight, the goaltending was shit. I just see full-team breakdowns, and the goalies are a part of that because they're in there with the big pads in front of the fucking goal line supposed to make the save. Sure, they're a part of it, but I just saw five-man, six-man failures uh, in, on the trip for the most part here. Tonight is the first night I'm like, ooh, that goaltending, huh? It, since, since Hart's um, you know real bad stretch you know a month into the season or whatever it was, and that's just something we're going to go through when we have anointed a 21-year-old goaltender with, uh, you know, the hopes and dreams of a fucking franchise. AV just acknowledged the difference between the way the team plays at home and away. Didn't have an answer, though. Yeah, I'm very interested in just, like, is there something to the routine that they can switch up? Is there something simple they can do to give this team a different feel when they get pre- when they prepare for road games. I'm just very very interested in that answer. And the Pats lose. That's good. Titans pick six for the win. That's fun. Patrick is severely missed in our bottom six. Yeah, I mean they thought they had that problem solved with uh, at least temporarily with Morgan Frost, but his uh his spark kind of this chair is fucking killing me, man. Uh, Morgan Frost spark kind of dried up. I wish he was still here. I think he should play through it. Um, I don't see a better option. It's not like they have something else at 3C that's like, oh, well, clearly this guy deserves the ice time. I, I, I you know, uh, Morgan Frost kind of started to fall off when they started to lose a couple other guys to injury, and we had to plug and play some others and juggle the lines. And I just, uh, I wish he was here because, was he playing well? No, like, he, was he making a difference? Definitely not. That, that's not what I'm arguing. My issue with the Morgan Frost emotion is just what is, like, if if his major adjustment now, because he was doing really well in the AHL when he came up and he just got named to the AHL All-Star team, if his major issue is, you know, adjusting to the next level, I don't see how he adjusts to the next level by playing in a lower level. I think especially while there isn't another option. He should just be taking his, taking his lumps up here, and every now and then if he makes some exciting plays, that could help them win some games. But I, I, I don't see a better option at 3C than Morgan Frost still. Uh, They're missing Lindblom and Patrick. Why not keep Frost up? Farabee not doing much. Well, the difference is Farabee plays, plays in a lot more. Um, if Morgan Frost isn't producing points, especially at this point in his career, um yeah and that's what he is he's he's an offensive production machine and Faraby has production in his game that's obviously why he went in the first round um he's supposed to put up points too but they have him out on the PK they just use him in different situations. he is a more versatile player and they see value in that send Carter down for a few weeks why what is Carter Hart gonna learn in the AHL the dude is a legit franchise goaltender. What is he going to learn in the AHL? That's just another ridiculous opinion. Does Chuck look to make a move now? I mean, I'm sure like I'm sure he's been it's not like he just sits in his office with his feet up and waits for a losing streak and then goes, "All right, time to act." Like he's working the whole time. It's about what's possible. This team doesn't have any cap space. This team doesn't have much roster flexibility. If they can make a move that improves this team, I'm very open to it. I don't have any idea what that move is right now. Will Ghost get traded? I mean, it's a definite possibility. He's one of the few guys with a reasonable, movable contract. It's something that you look at and go, they could potentially fill a need. Uh, with someone on a similar contract, uh, you know, possibly on offense. Uh he's one of the few guys who I look at and go, it's a real possibility. Uh just you look at all the circumstances of the situation and think, yeah, ghost could definitely go. Um it leaves you in a I just hate the idea of Haig and Braun on the same blue line. And I'm a, I am like Justin Braun. I like what he brings. Um, and I think Haig is fine as a seven. And if he's going to get in every now and then, you, that's what a seven is. I think he's what a seventh defenseman is in this league. Um, you have to shelter Braun at five on five a little. And you really have to shelter Haig. I just don't like the idea of the two of them in the same lineup. If you bring back a defenseman or you want to call up Friedman or somebody, um, okay, that's a that's an option. I just um, I, I wonder what it leaves them with and I wonder if what they get back, especially if it's a forward fills what you lose in Ghost even though like I said, I don't think Ghost I think Ghost has been not even close to um, to to playing at an acceptable level this season, but he does fill a hole that I think other guys are worse in house. I don't see a solution for losing him. So what you get back, uh, you really have to win that trade. If you trade ghost, you really have to win that trade because of the situation. Because of the situation, it puts you in. All right, guys. Uh, I think we're gonna call it a night there. Thank you all for joining. Thanks for hanging out. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Search Broad Street Hockey wherever there are podcasts. And, uh, you know, you get so much content just delivered straight to you. You don't have to stay up all night for postgame. It gets delivered right to your phone as soon as I publish it. Of course, you get the Broad Street Hockey uh, BSH Radio flagship show. You get Flyperbole. You get checking out the competition, our every game pregame show, where Kelly uh, talks to uh, someone who covers the opponent that night. So we get, you know, a a look at what the Flyers are getting into that night. There's the wrap, there's the review, there's the preview. I don't even know what this shit's called. We have so much content. Just search Broad Street Hockey, hit that subscribe button. And of course, if you are looking for somewhere to watch any of these upcoming Flyers games, especially maybe, I don't know, Tuesday at Carolina, or Wednesday when they return home against Washington, I suggest to you Fitzpatrick's Crest Tavern. It's my favorite place to watch any hockey game, especially a Flyers game, because the owner, Timmy Fitz, is a huge Flyers fan, and he is always there making sure that beer is cold and that food is hot. But the whole staff is awesome. All the servers, the bartenders, just incredible. There's always sports on 24-7, basically. I mean, you know, they close and stuff, so it's not 24-7, but... From open to close, there are sports on at that bar. All sorts of specials. Uh, French fry salad. I've been told by listeners who frequent the place because I am—I'm a Roseport guy. When I go to Fitzpatrick's, that's what I get there. But I'm told the French fry salad is something special. So check that out. All right, that is all the time I have for you tonight. We'll be back with Broad Street Hockey Radio at some point or another. Uh, <laughs> the schedule's just really fucked up right now. Coming out of the holidays, now they play on our recording day a bunch of days in a row, and everyone's just kind of juggling. Charlie went on a trip with the team because, oh, he's a journalist. Uh, (laughs) I love Charlie. I'm kidding. Uh, But, you know, we'll get back on track at some point. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for joining me. My name is Bill Matz. Until next time, have a great week, everybody.